Welcome back, everybody, to the Eats Beat Podcast. Burgers all time, all the time. I am already starting to smell like a burger, Rick Press. I just, I, I walk around. I think I just, I walk down the street and I think I smell like onions and mustard. And I think I probably needed to go like take about three showers a day. That's not such a bad thing, though. <laughs> well, dogs are following me. I know. We're going to talk about the round one results of the burger bracket. At some point, the Eat Speed podcast will get back to talking about other things other than burgers. But for the next few weeks, we are all about burgers, right, bud? Well, and then much later on, we can talk about, like, fine dining. But we know right now what's on your mind the most is where to get the very best burger and who's going to win the burger battle. That's true. And in the round one, we've had some really close matchups, some really terrific uh, burgers eaten of the 32 burgers that we've tried. Actually, probably more because sometimes we eat more than one burger at at the 32 joints that we went to. And uh, I guess the trend is so far the the muscle being shown in the number two seeds. All the number two seeds did quite well in yep. the first round. So, the yeah, the number two seeds are going to hang in there, but now, you know, not all the number one seeds hang in there. Well, we had one big upset, and and this is the one that, you know, while a lot of the seeds held, this is the one that turns your head. In the Mustard region, 2009 champ and 2011 Final Four burger, Fred's upended by a a, a real sort of underdog burger. The Diablo burger goes down to Burger Extreme. Burger Extreme is a little uh, uh, hamburger stand that opened up on McCart in South Fort Worth. Uh, about three, uh, a couple of years ago, right after the last burger battle. And then they've opened a second location. If you're Googling already, that's Burger Extreme, X-T-R-E-M-E. Yeah, and, you know, I would have to say that it wasn't a matter of Fred's having a horrible day, but there were a couple things that, that took Fred's down, and one was really the bun. I mean, Fred's is having bun problems, like all the restaurateurs. Everybody tells me, that the biggest problem is getting a decent bun from the bakery, and that's why you see so many custom buns. Yeah, and and Fred Fred's uses the Mrs. Baird's bun, which which, as we know, has evolved over the years. Yeah, and you know the Diablo Burger is a big, messy burger to begin with, and and so, but I, in the past battles, I've had it just about every time, multiple times, and it's always kind of held together. I didn't have to go to the fork and knife like I did in this case, right off the bat. We are a strong believer in the Fred's formula of all the chipotle, jalapeno, and onion you could stand, and so we blame the bun, I think. But it wasn't just a matter of Fred's having a bad day, because that wasn't the, the whole story. Really, it was Burger Extreme having quite a good day, and not a place that you we were necessarily expecting. It's an eight seed. They had to play their way into the bracket by beating... Um, I can't remember who they beat in the in the play-in round, but uh, you know they worked their way in. They're facing probably the toughest test in the entire bracket, and they came out a winner. When you come in, you have to beat the best, and now you know they've got a chance to win this bracket. You look at this, Rick. I mean, they the uh, now the the top seed remaining in that bracket is Dutch's, which also had a close first round matchup against. L.A. Burger in Irving. L.A. Burger is the Korean burger place from California that has like an egg and kimchi and a lot of really fascinating things on the burger. And the only problem is that they just didn't have the kind of meat that Dutch's has on a burger. But Dutch's is now the top seed in, in that uh, in that bracket, and there's no reason that uh, that Burger Extreme, you know, up against uh, you know, in a bracket with Johnny B's, Twisted Root, and Dutch's, Burger Extreme might be in the ballgame. Yeah, and I think the thing that I liked about Burger Extreme, the meat was... Nice big half-pound patty, well-seasoned, 
not overcooked, which has been a real problem. That people are, you know, cooking their burgers till they're almost not recognizable to some extent. And so we've been asking, you know, hey, I, I want my burger medium. Now, most places, if you ask for that, you, you can get it that way. But if you don't ask, you're going to get a hockey puck. And, Rick, hadn't, been this, hadn't this been a great week because everybody's been warning, saying, watch your fruits and vegetables. You know, you worry about all, all those dangerous f- fruits and vegetables. They've had no problems with beef whatsoever. Beef is in the clear. <laughs> well, it's good for us because we've been eating plenty of it. But that was the big upset of the entire bracket, Fred's going out uh, – in the first round matchup against Burger Extreme. There were a few others uh, that were a little bit surprising. Um, in the ketchup region, Jake's, a former Final Four burger, uh, goes down to Good Friend in Dallas. You know, at Jake's, and, and of course we're familiar, Jake's and Keller's are cousins, and so mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're very familiar. I don't know anything about Good Friend. Uh, Jake's... Uh, of course, I, you know, Rick, I, I don't know. Is this the, the poppy seed problem once again? Or? It wasn't. Uh, no, and actually I think uh, this was one that was quite close. And uh, just judges were really impressed with the quality of the beef and the meat at, at Good Friend. So two of the, of the burgers eliminated that ketchup reason were Jake's and Keller's, the two cousins. Keller's losing to Tommy's, which is an, an old-time Fort Worth winner, won one of our first contests 15 years ago. Right, and that makes the favorite in that is the number one seed in ketchup is a chop house that kind of had a little got got pushed a little bit by Grumps in their first round matchup, but uh, they're through and they're going to face Tommy's in in their second round matchup. We're we're testing Chop House's growing pains. They've added a new location in Mansfield. They've mm-hmm. added a steakhouse. They've added all these things to their menu. They were doing fried chicken out the back of the steakhouse. Let's see if the Chop House burger is still holding. Yeah, let's hope they don't get you know become a victim of the, their own ambition. You know, somewhat like our beloved pops that moved to a bigger yeah. place and couldn't really cut it there. Um, you know, Chop House sometimes has been a bit uneven with some of their fancier burgers. Now, the Chop House burger in general has been the best burger there every time we've gone. But that's good head-to-head. Chop House and Tommy's, a couple of very popular burgers, and then two uh, very good Dallas burgers, Good Fred and Maple and Motor. Now, over in the Pickle region, that's where Charlie's is the number one seed, and uh, they they move through pretty pretty easily, right? Well, you know, uh, Tom's had a very well-conceived burger. Mm-hmm. It was a stuffed burger. Tom's has a great charbroiler flavor, uh, you know, with with Swiss and onion. But it, it just it wasn't executed as well as the the concept. The uh, the uh, you know supposedly the the according to our judge, like the the bacon was all like on one side of the burger and not on the other side of the burger, and the and the, the burger arrived kind of in a puddle. And you like a burger to be juicy, but not uh, but, but not to the point of, of uh, you know, looking like a, some, a hospital body part or something. <laughs> well, you want, yeah, you want a well-composed burger. I mean, and people ask, how do we judge? I mean, there's a lot of things we judge on. One is, is, is sort of the, you know, is it built well, and does it hold together when you pick it up? Yeah. That's sort of it. Does it give you a really good total bite? And then we kind of deconstruct as we go, and, and that's uh, uh, part of the fun of it. Tom's had good, good concept but, but poor execution. Uh, Charlie's, uh, you know, came through, uh, you know, with a completely different, you know, the judge compared to the same kind of burger, a Swiss onion burger that Charlie's, you know, isn't even usually judged on. And, uh, you know, Charlie's came through with, with a, a really well-seasoned burger, really peppery burger. Yeah, Char- Charlie's not afraid to, to season their, their beef, which yep. is something that uh, places like Grump's, we found uh, the beef is good and it's juicy, but it's a little bland. Yeah, you know, and those of you who are looking, Charlie's is an old burger 
uh, grill that's been on uh, Old Granbury Road just north of 20 in Fort Worth, in southwest Fort Worth. It's been there 20 years, 30 years, and, you know, it's, it, it's been there for ages. Just, that, the, another matchup in this bracket was fast food. Right. You know, in and out and five guys. These are the two. Head head. And, uh, Rick, I wouldn't have predicted this outcome. No, and these are the two fairly new to this market anyway, five guys in and out, especially in and out. And uh, people have come to love Five Guys, as as our readers bracket showed. Five Guys won in that, but in the uh, judges bracket, In and Out took it. Well, you know, I, and there was a question about like Muya, and and Muya is so much like Five Guys. Uh, you know, I think the feeling was, well, Five Guys can carry that flag, and now Five Guys gets bumped out by. You know, In and Out has gotten better and better as time has gone by. I think people have learned how to order it in and out. You get the fries well done. You get the double-double animal style. You know, you, you the little tricks that you could just order at mustard grilled or whatever little little switches you like. And I think the uh, in and outs become more consistent. The last time I went to the one on West 7th, it was uh, late on a Monday night and nearly empty, and there was no reason it should have been a perfect burger. And it was, you know, it was an immaculate burger. Yeah, well, that's something. They're one. They're a burger to watch out for. They're finding their footing, which is terrific. But the it's also not a twelve dollar burger. So I, I <laughs> some of these. Well, there, there are. That's a tough region, really, because Rodeo Goat uh, yeah, took out Chubby's, and Rodeo Goat is the 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 real sort of hot shot now on West Seventh, and uh, also Offsite Kitchen in Dallas, which is kind of a uh, a chefly burger, but in in kind of a down home joint. And both of those advanced, and that sets up a real uh, sort of terrific matchup in the next round. There. Those are the tough new burgers, and, and uh, you know, Rodeo Goat uh, is a, a fresh ground that day burger that's a, a chef-driven concept, although it's kind of a divey place right. on, the, on the west side. It's about a block from Fred's. And, uh, and then so that, that, that is, a, is a tough burger. And then Offsite Kitchen is a, a Dallas concept from a chef, but it's made to look like a dumpy burger. Right. It's, it's meant to look like it was built in 1970, even though it just opened last year, and and it has a lot of you know small, tightly packed fist size well, they, burgers that that, they, uh, that have a lot of flavor. Yeah, they pull it off. I mean, the judges were really impressed with with the Do It Murph style burger at Offsite Kitchen, and uh, you know Rodeo Goat has all sorts of sort of interesting creations. My in in the first round they did really well. Uh, let's see if they can keep it up. Um, I think they're one to watch, definitely, and can, could certainly give uh, either Offsite or Charlie's a run for their money. Um, and then in the bacon region, bacon region, this is the burger to watch. Uh, you know, a collision course for, between um, Kincaid's, which you know, Kincaid's of course is the Fort Worth king, it has been for a long time. Although a lot of people say it's really kind of lost a step. Um, we haven't necessarily maybe, gained, maybe regained. We haven't necessarily found that. Yeah, they they advanced easily against Whataburger yeah, in the first round. Kincaid stepped up its game. Step Kincaid's has uh, has improved the sides and improved the the uh, the toppings. And you know, Kincaid's is uh, has made subtle changes, so not enough to scare people, but enough so it'll be a better burger. Well, and one of the things that that Rodeo Goat and um, Hop Dotty in Dallas and and Offsite Kitchen they all kind of uh, boast about is that they grind their meat daily on site well Kincaid's does that too and you know it's not something that maybe they boast about yeah but they do that and so you know if you get a good Kincaid's burger which you know mo I'd say 90% of the time you do the the meat's going to be really good on a Kincaid's well, burger. Kincaid's uses an organic beef that's flown in from Colorado it's not house beef 
Right. And that's always been a trait of Kincaid's that they had this really flavorful beef. Yeah, and so, you know, it's 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 become kind of trendy to beat up on Kincaid's. And I think, you know, we, we have also not found them to be as great as they ought to be in the last couple of battles. But this time around, I think they're one to watch. And in that bracket down in that bacon region, they could give Hop Dotty a run for their money, Love Shack, uh, M&O also advanced yeah, let me quite easily. Kincaid's the flagship store is is eminently better than some of the the uh, satellites the, the flagship kit buoy store yeah i think that's probably where a lot of those comments come about yeah. from kincaid's is from people who don't who are eating at some of the yeah. the newer locations and so i mean early on some of the one number one seeds held in the judges minds but the big of course the big upset is is fred's going out it's sort of sad to see fred's go out because really uh Fred's is a terrific burger. Well, Fred's, you know, uh, when the people started writing and, and raving about Fred's 10 years ago, Fred's had been there 50 years, and it was discovered by, you know, entertainment guides and weekly newspapers like DFW.com. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then we said, oh, my gosh, look at this great burger. Oh, my gosh, look at this Diablo. Oh, my gosh, look at this Wednesday night pizza. Oh, my gosh, Friday night's hot night. And the Diablo burger, you know, um, just the, the Dallas News esteemed food critic who moved here from the great cuisine world of L.A. She reviewed a restaurant last week, and she said, forget this, go across the street and have a Diablo burger at Fred's. <laughs> I mean, the Diablo burger is still held in great high regard, but any champion can have an off day. Right, and, you know, it was slightly off. I, I said, I think that they also ran into somebody, you know, an upstart, like Burger Extreme, that, that which is part of the fun of of this bracket where you go around and you eat at every one of these places, you know, it's easy to say, oh, Fred's is the best or Charlie's is the best, you know, from your memory. But to actually go out and eat at every one of these places is the only way to real test it. So we urge you to do that. You know, Rick, I mean, a lot of people are going out and eating at all these. And I think a good place to start, if you want to see if you're up to the game of eating all 32 of these burgers, just go out to Curry Street and go have a Diablo burger and then go to Rodeo Goat. And then maybe after you're done, walk over to In-N-Out for a snack and then decide whether you're up to all 32. That's otherwise known as a typical Saturday for you, right, bud? (laughs) From in my last life, before I started my burger fast. Yes, and so just to be clear, you know, we're we're through round one, and so the eating is going on now for round two, and you can check back next week with us to see what the judges' results are. Another, we have sort of dueling brackets, and we, we we like to let, the readers sort of have their say, and we know they don't always agree with us. And so to see the results of the readers' bracket, we want you to go to dfw.com. There's definitely some differences, and one of those is that Fred's won easily in their first-round matchup. Fred's much beloved. Um, a couple other differences in the uh, uh, readers' bracket, Tom's uh, has a big following in Arlington, and they actually upended Charlie's in the readers' bracket. Tom's like dominates Arlington, at least North Arlington, and has a great turnout. Grease Monkey in Arlington moved up, so you had you had kind of had some stacked Arlington voting, and and uh, a burger that we didn't even talk about that that uh, that has kind of we've come to take it for granted, but it's a quality burger, Papas Papas Burger. You know, Pappas Burger moved uh, moved up in the uh, readers' bracket. Right, and that's that's the one thing you know. I know we're we're kind of dissecting and and offering criticism of some of these burgers the, the the disclaimer is to keep in mind that these are 32 terrific places and that's why they're in the bracket to begin with there are a bunch of other really good burgers that didn't even make the bracket we've heard about those from readers we we certainly you know 
would have loved to include a lot more, but this is about what our waistlines will hold. Well, and two, this was defined as like burger grills. I mean, like if you if you know there's a restaurant, like I think the best burgers in town are places like Woodshed right. and uh, Lily's and Lucille's, and, and those are places that aren't in this context. Right, and and you're going to be able to read about those in Bud's uh, yeah. column in Eats Beat next week. Uh, we're, we plan to cover that. We also plan to cover the best turkey burgers and the best veggie burgers because we know not everybody is into beef. So uh, we will be all about burgers for the next three or four weeks at dfw.com and we hope you will uh, keep tuned in well and come back again for more dining at uh, more, more burger dining okay now let's go eat a burger all right